Vroom, vroom, fast, <laughs> zoom, we go. NASA, what's your dream car? Oh, my dream car is really boring. I don't have an exciting answer for this. Uh, Prius. I, I want like a little Audi A4 convertible. That's fine. Audis are nice. I like it. All-wheel got... drive, zippy. Okay. So I uh, do, because of this movie, I'll be honest, the uh, when they were in Edinburgh, mm-hmm. Edinburgh, 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 the place. Is that the one? No, wait, hold on. Is that what's the scene where Dom was with Helen Marin? Whatever. That was whatever probably car. Probably that. That was that was probably that one. Yeah, that would, that would be my guess. Uh, because I want that uh that NSX that they drove, the car that they drove in that that one that one's like my new one. But I've always been a fan of the I've, I've been a huge fan of the new Supra. So that's my dream car right now is actually the, the brand new uh, Supra, which is that what Han conveniently drives? the one that Han drives in this. I'm just I'm happy that my boy Han he's got <laughs> taste. That's how you know. That's how you know. The, uh, Han's the OG is he's got good taste. So uh, that's mine. But we're back. Nessa's back. She's here finally again. She's not abandoned us this week. We'll find out next week. Uh, <laughs> how you doing? What's your, what's your, what's, what's the crazy life? How's it been treating you? I haven't done anything too exciting. I, uh, I reset up VR. So I've been playing a lot of Beat Saber. That's like my main life update that my arms are really Fantastic. sore. <laughs> too much Beat Saber. Got it. Such Good a workout. fun game. I have to set a timer for myself so that I stop playing after a certain amount of time. So I'm like, okay, like 45 minutes, and then I need to step away. I have to. It's yeah, the uh the I can't do timers and stuff. They don't work for me. I just ignore them. Anyways, even if they go off, I'm like, nah, I'll just do one more. Mm-hmm. And then of course that one more turns into like 18 more. So yeah. Uh, alrighty. Well, welcome back to Positively Reviewed. Mm-hmm. We're back again. This week we are talking about it's episode. What episode are we on? I, I you know, I always, I always listen to other podcast people, and they always they do the same thing. They're like, we're on episode thirteen. I th- I think we are on episode thirteen, but people just. They never know what episode they're on. And I'm like, that's ridiculous. You did one last week, okay? It hasn't been that long. You know what number you're on. But now that we we are actually doing it, I also have absolutely no clue. They all just merge together as one. So I've totally, I think it's 13. We, we are on 13. 13. I just went and uh, counted. <laughs> all right, perfect. You know, I think I'll, I'll update the titles so that they actually have the number. In it <laughs> so that it'll be easier to track. I do have them labeled by like a season one and episode count. So I think it does come up in order on like Apple Podcasts, but mm-hmm. I think everywhere else it doesn't. So, uh, alrighty. Well, what do we do, Nessa? It's been a while. Let's see. Do you still have what it takes 
to do tell I us have, what we do here? Do I have what it takes to do the sellout pitch at the beginning of the podcast? Welcome to the Positively Reviewed Podcast. Pause Reviewed Pod if you're looking for any social media POS reviewed POD. And this is where we are the most accurate, absolutely the most accurate reviewers of any kind of media um, because we give you all of our positive takeaways, all the great things. Um, if you're going to guess from that, we are probably not the most accurate thing you're going to listen to, but if you want some good vibes and the stuff we loved from different things, this is the right place to be. But if you don't like spoilers, and if you want to wait to, to share the good vibes until after you've seen it yourself, this is just a warning that there's going to be a lot of spoilers because we're talking about the cool stuff that happens. And uh, yeah. In order to Especially do that. with this one, because it's been it's been a long enough time. I we yeah. usually try and go for light spoilers, but my rule is that like after a month, if you haven't watched a movie or a TV show after a month of it coming out, I'm sorry if you weren't able to make it. Like in, in, <laughs> in 30 days of hours, you weren't able to make it to the theater. I understand right now it's maybe a little bit different, but you didn't watch it at home or anything like that. You didn't want to watch it that badly that eh, you shouldn't care like you you don't care that much about spoilers let's be real yeah, right like so. i'm the person that if i want to watch something enough i if i want to watch something kind of a bit i go see it the day that it releases so when i when there's something i really want to watch and i don't want spoiled for me which isn't a lot of things i'm watching it as soon as possible so yeah. you, you, this has been out for over a month now <laughs> if you haven't seen it that's too bad yeah you don't you you clearly don't care that much or, or you can pause the podcast and come back to it later. And the way to do that, to know when and where our episodes and everything is, no matter where you're watching right now, whether you're catching us when we stream the recording live or you're listening later on, pause reviewed pod, POS reviewed POD is the social media accounts. And then, of course, it's the positively reviewed podcast that you're going to find on Podbean, Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, all those wonderful sites to make it super easy for you to find. We're here to help. Fantastic. And you could always just listen to this podcast and decide, you know what? I do want to watch the movie because they're so they talk so positively about it. True. So then you go watch the movie and then you listen to the podcast again. Now with more perspective. So you can always do that too. Very true. All right, but what are we what are we talking about this week, Jericho? Why are we room We're room talking in? about the Fast Nine created by Universal Pictures and directed by Justin Lin for the first time in a little while. And it's uh the greatest piece of content uh I've probably ever watched in my life. Ever created. Until next week. Yeah. Greatest ever. piece of content ever created. Greatest piece. Media, movie, ever. You know what? Better than anything. Till next week. Do you remember the first Fast and the Furious movie that you watched? Was it the first one? No. The, I, the first one I watched was... Mm, you know what? I, I'm pretty sure it wasn't the first one. Mm -hmm. If there was anyone I watched first, the one that I remember watching first was the fourth one. Wow. Technically, which is the, the 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 whole Mexican border drug trade going on where they had Gal Gadot and all, all that, that jazz. Uh, but there's a good chance I probably watched the second one first, potentially. I don't know. 
So I know I watched the second one first and I watched the second one a lot. For some reason, we had the second one, but we didn't have the first one. And so I watched it a lot. And and then I watched the first one a couple of times and then it was a several year gap. And then I went back to watch the second one again. And I went, wait a second, that's not Vin Diesel. And I right. got really confused about what was happening. And that's Tyrese Gibson. I didn't yeah. realize. I didn't realize they changed changed the color of his skin. That is the summary of my experience with the Fast and the Furious movies. Is that I can't remember what happens in each of them. I remember them as this like amorphous <laughs> blob of story. And I got you. Tokyo I got you Drift there. is the only one I can separate out, separate, out like yeah, what happened. Tokyo Drift is one of those that a lot of people haven't watched, and it's probably one of the best ones. But Other also, than this it, it's one, a gem of a it movie. is the best one. Yeah, right, ex- exactly. exactly. So I'm a, we're both big fans of the series. This mm-hmm. is probably one of my favorite sagas or franchises of movies in the world. Uh, yeah. I know I watch these on a yearly basis, and I'm dying. My dream is to have a giant fast watch when the, the the last few there's two more we got two more coming out we got number 10 which number 10 is supposed to be the last one but mm-hmm. they're going the the hobbit route or the harry potter Hob- route or Hobbs whatever it is uh where no no, no 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 they're going the hey we're breaking up the final installment into two parts so they're gonna got have it. actually uh two movies but it's supposedly just one storyline or whatever who knows they're going going the infinity war route but I want my dream is to one day have a giant watch party where people can kind of just come and go as they please. Mm-hmm. But it's just watching every single fast movie in a single day with a bunch of people. And <sighs> I want I mean, that's at that point, it'll be like 24 hours <laughs> of straight fast. It'll be fantastic. But that's my dream one day. It's my goal. It's on my bucket list. That does so, sound pretty I do good. watch these movies yearly at this point. I, um, I am considering buying the box set so that I can more easily watch them because I've watched I, I through. Yeah. I think I've watched through the whole series twice. And when Fast and the Furious 7 came out, I think, I think it was 7, maybe it was 8. Triple X 3 also came out at the same time. And I saw them like two days apart and they're both Vin Diesel movies and they're both criminals turned U.S. agents international and they're both dealing with satellite spy tech. And the only difference is that one of them has cars in Antarctica. And one of them doesn't. And (laughs) I cannot like separate the two movies in my head like they're the same movie. And so I will go and I will rewatch Triple X and I will rewatch all the Fast and the Furious movies and I will try and say, and I still can't. Uh, because can't it does feel like the Fast and the Furious movies have, have become just like Triple X with cars. Oh, that's what they are. They're just <laughs> ridiculous. I love it. I, they just keep topping themselves. I mean, it's Mission Impossible, but Mission Impossible does it well. <laughs> is the hey, best way. Hey, I would this say this one. Great. This I'm... one. Oh no, no, no. 
Don't get me wrong, this one does it well, but this does it to the most unrealistic level of ridiculousness. Whereas, like, which Mission is impossible. Point. They definitely do quite a bit of ridiculous stuff. Yeah, the but face swapping. They make little... it seem plausible. But this yeah. movie has slowly moved from plausible to nah, man, there's no way. And <laughs> it's just, great. Yeah, I mean, it, Fast and the Furious is about like how how big can we go? And I ought to be honest, like the stuff they pulled in this one that we'll get into with the eventual way they handled the satellite was just like the best <laughs> ever. Like, I don't understand what they're going to do in 10 slash 11 in heavy quotes to top it. Oh, that's true. Time travel. Got People it. were joking about them going into going to space because that's what all movies eventually all movies run out of stuff to do. So they always go with time travel, alternate universe in space so they're and, going uh, they're going to they slingshot go to a car fast enough no no this is what they're going to do they're going to do something that like changes the the inertia or the rotation of the earth and they're going to like slingshot change the way the earth is spinning to do something that's obviously the next step exactly it's gonna be uh, they're just they're gonna send who they they're gonna send vin diesel back and mm -hmm. then they're gonna have it you know, something everyone is 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 going to die in the final finale. And so Vin Diesel is going to have to escape away. And he's like, my family. And then he he drives fast enough, like you said, slingshots around Earth. Time travels back. <laughs> and uh, all of a sudden, you know, he, he that's where he finds Paul Walker alive. It turns out. And uh, he he tells him that it. He can't do what he's going to do. He can't stop them and that he needs to move on. And then it never happens. And then Dom just stays as a uh, robbing giant trucks for full of TVs. Ah, for, got it. Yeah. For living. Yeah. So and yeah, Paul Walker stays an FBI agent. Yeah. So that, that'll be the life they live. For everyone listening, if you haven't picked up Fast 9, the Furious Saga or whatever, the Fast F9. Saga. F9, the, the Fast, Fast Saga, saga <laughs> uh, certainly has a lot of action. And uh, I'm excited to get to the fact section. But Joker, do you have any yeah. news? You know yeah. that, okay. that we well, want to put. You, in I got you. one question. I do. One I, question. I gotta stop okay. us. What is besides this one? Of course, because we both know this is the best one. Best one. Uh, what's your favorite Fast movie? So I was trying to decide whether it's the first one or whether it's Tokyo Drift. And okay. I think it's the first one. Because, I mean, Brian's great and, like, the interaction with Dom is good and it is just about driving and, and like, just about I don't racing. know. It's yeah, about it's, racing for pink slips. It's, it's just about <laughs> racing and, I don't know, like, the scene with Jesse always sticks in my head and I just, the first three for sure are my favorites and, and I, I think it's the first one. Because I, I like Vin Diesel better, but like Tokyo Drift is a movie. I think it's better. Right. right. Us, uh, Tokyo Drift is good. I'm happy they 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 brought back some of the characters and stuff yeah. and actually connected it a lot. I love that they kill off the best character that they created and then they bring him back for like eight other movies <laughs> that they bring him back to life and then they kill him again and then they bring him back to life. It's great. <laughs> this series is amazing. This is a. This is the the original extended uh, the original cinematic yeah. universe. Let's be real. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> they, Marvel uh, has nothing you know, on uh, the will, Fast Universe. <laughs> exactly. 
they this movie fast is one of the 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 movies and i think mission impossible is another one that did really well um that was able to evolve successfully right like a lot mm-hmm. of movies what they do like to be honest yeah i don't think they could have made 10 10 fast movies of just driving for pink slips i don't know they could have gotten away with that and so it slowly turned into heist movies and now it's turned into spy movies yeah right and they've done a really good job of evolving it and i'm a sucker for heist movies and spy movies uh they i gotta commend them on it because yeah the first movie compared to the latest movie 100 percent different genre altogether it's still got got fast cars and family though so uh i will <laughs> say i think element. my favorite is i think what a lot of people's favorite is that uh it's that fast five you're gonna um, have to tell me which one that is because i can't it's the one with the safe. it's it's the one where they finally bring everyone together for an actual a job and that's where they were in rio and they were heisting the safe and they they're driving driving the safe around behind them oh vague memories yeah the one that's really sticking to my head which i think is the seventh one that i get confused with triple x is i think they're in dubai and they drive the car off the really tall building and like land on the other building and they break a lot of glass they're like building hopping driving the sixth one sixth one i believe yes I got it. Like, I, I, I know them. I know them. I could separate them out. I got to just remember because the fifth one is where they bring in Han and Gal Gadot, right? Gal Gadot comes out in the fourth one, and that's with the Mexican drug trade. The fifth one is here's the whole history of fast, by the way. The fifth one is, other than the first three. Fifth one was uh, they there's heisting in Rio. Um, and that's when when The Rock comes into play. Then the sixth one is when Deckard Shaw and it turns out Letty is still alive. Mm-hmm. And that's the one I think they're heisting that they have the Dubai car. Uh, is that that one? Yes. Yes. I think it's that one. Six and is the then, last one that happens before timeline wise Tokyo Drift. Right. Yeah. And because they bring in. No, now they bring in. The other shot. Is this one Deckard shot? No. So at the end of Jason, Fast and the they Furious bring in Jason 6, Statham. yes, Jason Statham yes. shows up and kills Han. Well, no, they don't kill him. We think he they kill him, of course. But yeah, so that one is Jason Statham shows up. So the seventh one is Jason Statham. And uh, and that's the one with the, the ending on top of the parking structure. And they have, they're flying against a drone or something, right? A, yeah, a drone. And then the eighth one is with Charlie Theron on the ice. Yes. And now we have this one, the ninth one. <laughs> with J- John Cena. So Yeah. Uh, that's the full history of Fast Nine. Now you know. But yeah, the sixth one is the Dubai driving. Yeah. I gotta throw out well actually, you know what? I'll save it. We'll get we'll wait till we get to the meaty meat. Yeah, let's talk about news. Is there any any news for you? I will say I got uh, life stuff. Uh, sadly, that job I was trying to go for has already rejected me without an interview. It's been a good experience. Don't worry, I'm fine. Uh, I don't hate everything right now. We but- totally believe you, hundred <laughs> percent. I start. Actually, that'll be for the other filler section. 
So those are the teasers. You want to know what what Joker's yeah. what the the other? You know what? That's what we're gonna do. The the other random filler section is actually what have we been watching? That's outside of the stuff that we talk about. Because I don't know if you've been watching things, but that's what we'll do. You know what? That's the new thing. Got it. Yeah. But this one, oh, Spider Man. That's why I want to mention they got the new Spider Man trailer. That's yeah. the big news. We've had we had two two kind of news worth. I got three top things. Mm-hmm. I'll quickly go through some of them before we get to Spider-Man, because I have a bit to say. Halo Infinite had a new update. They, up, they, they have come out and said that co-op campaign and Forge will no longer be in Halo Infinite on launch. Mm-hmm. This personally does not affect me because I haven't played. I mean, we were we were I was planning on doing co-op with some friends. So the, but this would have been the first time since like Halo 3 since I've done that. So it wasn't a normal thing. So it sucks. Uh, but then Forge, I'm not really much of a Forger, but I think it is a, it's a very big deal for a lot of the community. There's a lot of people who re- don't play Halo unless they're doing co-op. There's also a lot of like competitive esports stuff. Maps and creators make stuff in Forge to make competitive maps that are typically used for competitive play. And so now that's all postponed for now three to six months. So kind of a big hit um sucks for sure but uh is what it is i i have a whole lot i could talk about that but that's not what this podcast is about so do that another time um the other thing is gamescom just happened today literally a few hours ago i did not personally watch it they had an xbox showcase i guess people it sounded like the highlight was the destiny the new new showcase for their big big expansion coming out uh which is the witch queen cool i get i'm trying not to get i'm i'm gonna get roped back into the game i think after this i'm after this recording i'm gonna go play that game actually because they just had a new update for season 15 and now they have cross play and a bunch of other things but uh there was no halo infinite shown but there's still a few days so we might still get some infinite i don't know what else they showed i know it was really just kind of showing off like i guess some xbox stuff and I i don't know i don't know we'll have to see i have to go watch it and catch up so go check that out if you haven't and then the new Spider-Man trailer, if you haven't watched. That's, the, that's I think, the big news. How you feel about the new Spider-Man? I, I haven't watched the trailer. I don't like trailers. I don't like to watch trailers. Uh, you don't like Marvel anyways. I'm still hurting after that, after what you said. I tried to get over it. I tried. Just can't. I got people in super suits and throwing cards at people. I don't know what you don't like. I liked Black Widow quite a bit. Thank you. It's fine. Whatever. Um, fine. I so so trailers can be good. Like the the Venom Let There Be Carnage trailer was great, very funny, and I hadn't actually seen the first Venom, so I went and watched the first Venom. So like the trailer got me to go okay. watch the first Venom. Super worth it. Did but you like you did you I like the first Venom? Venom? It was great. You did. It was great. Okay. Big I'm fan. starting to narrow down more your because we haven't, you know, we, we haven't ever really like watched things together or whatnot. So I've been trying to like slowly figure out what your genre is. I think I'm starting to figure it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm 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 getting there. It's uh, yeah. real straightforward. Uh it's it's yeah. yeah. I lighthearted, lots of explosions. Not not I, I didn't mm. I like Venom. I, yeah. I think it's it's it, they they said it's got a good cult cult following and it's not really a cult, I wouldn't call it a classic but 
I think a lot of people did like it enough that we're getting a second one. Yeah. And I know it did pretty well internationally. It was a big thing. Yeah. So. It was it was great. Uh big, big fan. Um, but it's I like some Marvel. I just as a general think I dislike a lot of the stuff that people really like. I just have the flipped yeah. Marvel as, opinion. As she most. said, she hates Marvel. And in unrelated <laughs> news, uh, it turns out that this is the last episode that Nessa will be hosting. So, um, anyways. But I haven't so watched unrelated. the Spider Man trailer. Although I sent it okay. to a friend who loves Marvel and loves Spider Man. And he told me like a million different things. He just like word vomited uh, everything. <laughs> so I feel like I've watched it anyway. So I probably okay. should just watch it. He was really excited. Uh, so no, I, I haven't I haven't looked at it yet. Uh, Sig, Sig has confirmed that F7 is where they jump building to building. So you I were right. Just, I, yeah. You were correct. You were you were I was wrong. Maybe I don't know them all that well. <laughs> F, uh, I'll get into that later on. But uh, yes, yeah, Spider-Man trailer came out. If you heard me talk about it before, I've been worried about the direction that Marvel is going in. I still am to a degree. Because I and I don't I don't think they're going a bad direction. I think it's a direction that is going to turn a lot of people off. Not me. It's just one of those that I think Marvel is not going to see the success, not just Spider-Man, but Marvel in general, mm -hmm. uh, not the success. And I, I had talked about it. I, this is a Marvel podcast. Uh, maybe I should do a Marvel podcast so I could just talk about it. But, you know, I've talked about that. I've been, I've been worried about this series. I was significantly worried about this movie in particular because of a lot of the circumstances of how this was built i mean it the last one came out two and a half years ago very few movies i mean come out in like two and a half well no that's a lie i think i guess a lot of movies and sequels come out two and a half years but two and a half years pretty soon after the latest one compared to a lot of other marvel properties and stuff like that and i guess this, this is technically a sony property mm -hmm. But then they also had the pandemic. We just spent the last year in a in quarantine. Yet this was still coming out this year, which it is. December seventeenth is the mm -hmm. release date. Uh, and it everything just felt rushed. And then they were like, you know what? We saw the success of Into the Spider Verse. Let's just do that, but live action. And immediately, I was like, everything about this just sounds rushed. I, I don't know. Um, I was curious who they were going to put in. So Doctor Strange is going to be the other character in this that's mm -hmm. focused on. Because that was a whole part of the cooperation between Marvel and Sony. Because they've they've had secret wars going on. I can go into a whole history. There's a whole deep dive history between the rivalry of Sony and Marvel. And, well, technically Marvel and every other Marvel property that they sold back in like the 80s. Because uh, that's what they, these other companies have had Spider-Man and Deadpool. And they had it all until, you know, Marvel bought up Fox and then history she wrote um it's so there's there's a secret war but they finally kind of started to work together and uh but the ruling for spider-man is that in order for them to get marvel to get spider-man for avenger films they have to use one avenger in his solo film so they pretty much it's just their way of sony getting another big name actor to entice people to also go see the movie First mm -hmm. one was Robert Downey Jr. was yeah. Iron Man. Second one was Nick Fury. And this third one looks like it's Doctor Strange. So, Benedict Cumberbatch. So, um, and he's one of my favorites. So, this excites me. He's great. 
yeah, it's it's fun. It looks good. I I guess just watch it. I'm I I have changed my mind. I'm still slightly worried for it. There's still like that itch in the back of my throat that's still like, eh, you know, I'm still not sure. But this did look to really quell a lot of the the worry and fear I had for this movie. So I'm really excited about this Spider-Man. Because they're doing some comic booky things. Quick deep deep dive into one thing. One of the most hated, the most hated Spider-Man comic of all time that has been retconned and everything. Because it was initially it's canon, but everyone just acts like it doesn't exist. Is there's a whole thing after Civil War, so in the Marvel Universe, Civil War happens and they have the whole superhero enlistment act uh-huh. where in order to be a part of that, you have to reveal your identity. So everyone must know your identity. Spider-Man chooses to reveal his identity. So he sides with Tony Stark like uh-huh. he does in the cinematic. And uh, this ends up causing a lot of things. And Aunt May ends up getting killed by Bullseye as a consequence. And uh, this is a point where Peter is married to Mary Jane and has a kid on the way. He then proceeds to make a deal with Mephisto, the devil, to erase everyone's minds that he's Spider-Man. But in order to do so, he has to give up his marriage and his unborn child. And uh, people were like, that's super messed up. Uh And uh, that's not at all what Spider-Man should be like. So people just write on that. But they're kind of doing this in a lot more of a chill way where they're doing the same thing that everyone's mind is going to get erased, including Mary Jane. So um, and it's with Doctor Strange. But they got they got a little bit of Spider-Man stuff in their comic stuff. in there. Yeah, good. But that's the news. That's our news for that. Nice. Are we ready for Let's the, get fact into the fact section? Yeah, might as well. How, how far are we into this? Oh, only 35 minutes. Fantastic. <laughs> Oh, that's actually only 20 minutes. We had like 10 minutes. Of- <laughs> we're good. We're on. We're on pay. We're on pace. I worry about the time. I don't know. No, do you was, ever worry we, about how we fast started we go? eight minutes in to my recording? So we are we are 30 right. minutes in. That's fine. But we're, that's we're your okay. that's your time. Updates. I will talk less during the facts section. <laughs> this is your your moment. We changed up the facts to be a little bit more. I'm attempting. John is attempting humor. So. Know that this is all my words and not Nessa's. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're all terrible jokes, but I'll work on that. That my funny bone, and we'll we'll yeah. get there. I I haven't read them yet. I'm assuming I'm about to make a lot of dad jokes, so I've accepted no. it. Okay, so the fact section. Fact number one: the money spent. All right, so the budget. That's his favorite fact. Yeah, the budget was two hundred two hundred twenty five million. And it made 669.9 million, which is a 33.91 trillion baht in the box office. In the beautiful country of Thailand, you could raise about 15,278 children, which apparently is probably like half the country. I have no idea what the population of Thailand is, but that's a lot of children. Yeah, those are (laughs) a lot of children. I'm very curious. That's the most we've ever had. Yeah, I'm very curious how many children there currently are in Thailand. So I could look it up. The yeah. lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, okay. There is a. Uh, so, yeah, I did. The reason I chose Thailand is that this was you, the, the first scene when they were in the going to go save Mr. Nobody in his mm-hmm. crash plane. Uh, they had. It takes place in a 
fictional country called Monte Quinto. And it's supposedly in Central America or South America. And there is a place called Monte Quinto, I found out, in Spain. There's a city. Yeah. So it is technically a real place. But this was actually shot in Thailand. So even though it was in Central America, they shot it in Thailand. So there you go. And that's what that's where that 30, 30, 33 trillion bot. Got it. That's how much money. That's from Thailand. Thailand bot. That's their currency there. There are currently 17.9 million children under the age of eight in Thailand. How many? 17.9 million. Yeah, it's about half of them. Yeah, yeah, about half. Accurate. Alrighty, so instead, if you didn't want to raise approximately 15,000 children with the revenue made from F9, uh, you could start a dairy farm. You could get a 5,000 times that many cows. You'd make way more money off of them than the leeches we know as children. That's it. <laughs> She's left into that. <laughs> Those children aren't making you money. They Dairy could. cows, though, on the other hand. Eventually. What if you mix it? You gotta mix it, right? Because, like, if you buy that many cows, you eventually need someone to take over. You gotta have at least a few children. Oh, so you buy... You raise some Instead children. Instead of raising 15,000 yeah. new lives, you only raise 7,000 new lives and instead raise the lives of cows. You get a lot of cows. You also contribute to like a lot of a lot of children being raised. And then you have like an entire dairy city created. Control the dairy market. Yes, because you've like got all these families and you're paying to raise their kids and you have an obscene amount of cows. So you're set. Perfect. Got it. It well, sounds I'm... like a foolproof plan to make lo- make you even more money. Yeah. So I'm glad Monopolize we Monopolize the that. dairy market in Thailand. Yeah. Instead of making Fast and the Furious 10. That, that could Can be. Can you raise cows in Thailand? Is Thailand a good place to raise cows? I am not the right person to ask. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Rapid fire fact section. So, this movie was released exactly 20 years after the first Fast and Furious, which proves that unlike Weezer or Elton John, the Fast series is able to actually make money on their new stuff. (laughs) Ouch. I'm a big Elton John fan, by the way. I just want to throw it out there. (laughs) Have you heard any of their new music? Elton John just did something with... uh, Didn't know there was new music. Oh, God. Who would... Oh, Keep going. Next fact, I'll, I'll tell you. Elton John just made just released a new song. Okay. With somebody, Red Digital Cinema for product placement for their Hydrogen Dua One Lipa. smartphone. But then Radio Shack, Kodak, and Blockbuster experience happened. They went out of business in 2019. At least they made it two more years than Windows did. So there was supposed yeah. to be a smartphone promo. Right, yeah, they have, I don't actually know if they use, I don't remember what phones they used in this, but apparently this Red Red Line Cinema, or Mm -hmm. Red Digital Cinema, had something called the Hydrogen One smartphone, which I think I remember hearing about this, but I don't remember it at all. That's probably because it, it, like Blockbuster, it went out of business, or, well, actually, I don't think they went out of business, they just discontinued the phone, they got out of the phone market, which, Windows Phone got out of the market in 2017. They were finally proclaimed dead in the dead in the water. So, uh, 
Got it. That's how it happened. But yeah, Elton John made a made a new song with Dua Lipa. That's who, that's who he did. What? Yeah, it it came out. It's it's also it's they also have some remix that's actually decent ish with now Nao. I don't actually know how to say it, but I do like them. But yeah, it's a it, it's like a weird. It's one of those they do. Almost not a versing, but they combine like one of his old songs with like just Dua Lipa's normal thing. So, mm-hmm. and that's what they created. Got it. Well, but, that yeah. didn't break my brain. Justin Lin hasn't directed since Fast Six. No wonder you could tell such a difference in the last few. That's the joke. Yeah. I can't tell the difference. I'll be honest. <laughs> I do like Justin Lin, but I can't. You see, my jokes are hilarious. God, I'm funny. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, Justin Lin, who has directed quite a few of the Fast. Uh, I mean, he directed the early ones, too. Uh, he likes the very up-close... I His favorite shots are the, like, in-the-car shots and watching people needlessly shift gears. Downshift. And it looks real intense. Downshift, right? Always, <laughs> Always. downshifting. Right. Makes no sense. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he loves those shots. Of, he does a good job of just making it feel real intense when you're just looking inside of a car and you see the s- speed lines happening outside the windows. You know? so. uh, Tyrese Gibson hates The Rock, which most people who hate him would never want to admit it since he wouldn't hesitate to throw you through three walls. Yeah, apparently they didn't they don't get along. So he Tyrese Gibson literally said that he would not be in this movie if The Rock was in it. I so. thought it was Vin Diesel and The Rock that didn't get along. I didn't realize no, it was those. Okay. Yeah, got it. I don't know if they they don't get along all that well, but I think I think they do okay as far as I know. I don't know though. So. Interesting. All right, well, you know, that whatever whatever reason it is explains the Hobson Shaw spin-off. Uh, this is the longest Fast and the Furious by eight minutes, uh, making uh, all of us experience eight more minutes of happiness before return to the real world. Um, I resent this fact. You are trying to tell me that Fast 9 is not the real world. Excuse you. I found that movie extremely realistic. Everything about it is very realistic. Yeah. That's exactly that how was our world works. As real world as it gets. When they go into space, drive a, drive a car through a satellite and also end up it happened to be right next to the enemy satellite drive it through and then also have the international space station pull up on them right immediately after pretty realistic the chances of that mm-hmm. pretty pro- plausible when you think yeah, about it very very high realistic i'm not reading the next one it's mean oh you need to read it i'm Trust not me. reading i'm not reading it that read one's it. mean read it no read it <laughs> read it all right because i have a i have <laughs> I have a thing after it. That's why you need to read it. <laughs> okay, Fast 9, F9, sorry, was shot on super 35 millimeter film. It has, Fast and the Furious has been shot on 35 millimeter film since F6 and Panavision Panaflex cameras since F5. I'm sure anyone who understood that is absolutely not single and is the most highly sought after individual whatsoever because of their superior camera knowledge because photographers are cool. Suck it, Joker. So I know what those are, by the way. <laughs> I knew that's what was coming. I knew that's what was going to happen. Yeah, so 35 millimeter film and uh, Panavision basically just allows for a uh, much bigger aspect ratio. Mm-hmm. And you can film, film wider a- aspect ratio. So, it's, you know, that's 
that's the sum of it. It's a lot more complicated than that, but y- yeah. Th- there you go. Single <laughs> <laughs> <Jingle>, ladies. <laughs> You've got pro photographer Joker. All right. He's he's there. He's available and he can explain all kinds of cool film stuff to you. Uh, Paul Walker actually owned a blue Nissan Skyline R34 worth $1.37 million. The tree, on the other hand, is only $500 to replace. $500 for a tree? That seems high. Yeah, it turns out that's about how much it takes to plant a tree. Like, to plant a tree and then take care of the tree for the 20 years it takes to become a big tree? Or, like, just a tree? I think just a tree. That seems overpriced for a tree. I mean, I, like, I, I, I think... Like, I can go dig can... one up and sell it yeah, to you. Yeah, I don't... I'm not really sure exactly what all the the rules are. I just looked up the cost to plant a tree, so and it said five hundred dollars. I also look how much it would cost if you got fined. It's about it can go up to ten thousand dollars if you get fined to replace a tree. So I don't know if you got the joke. There was some real dark humor there, but fine, don't worry about it. No, I I, I think I'm following it, but I was yeah. also trying to remember at the end if it hit a tree. It did not hit a tree. No, it didn't. Regardless, <laughs> let's move on. We're on. Uh, that's those are the facts. There you go. Now you know more about Fast Nine. Uh, I don't remember if there was much else to this that I really had. I think all of them are directly related to the actors. If I have any information that which we can get into when we get into the movie. Mm-hmm. So. All right, we got our what 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 you do. What you, what you do, girl? You want me to uh, you want me to give the copy for the product? Read read the PR. No, speech? I was. This was the random filler section that I was. We haven't got the meeting meet yet. The I random mean, I, filler. Remember we were talking about the, the. What I want to say is about the actors in the movie, and and Ludacris versus John Cena. Gotcha. Yeah, we'll, we'll we get, can save we'll, that. Right. Oh no, I was just saying. It's like I mean, the rant. This new rant. This is the now our new section about what. What are you watching? What are you up to? Oh, that's right. What that's right. Do? What What yeah. have I been watching? I have been in a, in a in a drought of things I actually want to watch. I started. So I, I tried you to know, watch Thunder Force, that, and okay. I made it halfway <laughs> through and was like, nope, I'm out. Yep. Uh, yep. <laughs> Sounds about right. The broad chicken. I couldn't handle it. It was no. Uh, <laughs> and and the crab thing. Um, I tried to watch Outer Banks, and I couldn't even make it through the first episode. I was so bored. Um, I have been trying to watch Cursed, which is. It's actually really cool. It's a retake. It's a it's a spin on King Arthur and Merlin and Excalibur and Nimue and like the Lady of the Lake and like basically what happens before. And it's cool, but it's okay. like really gross. So you can't watch it while you're eating. And when I'm eating is usually when I have time to watch stuff. Uh, so like I've had that sitting to the side. I tried watching The Crown because I really liked Bridgerton and Downton Abbey. And I can't like it's so miserable it's so slow it's so slow and so boring and i get that down abbey and bridgerton are slow and boring but for some reason so i'm really struggling the only thing that i've been able 
to watch is like super, super sappy, young teenage girl stuff. So I watched all of the Another Cinderella story movies. No, no, oh. I watched I watched like the Selena Gomez, the Lucy Hale, the Hillary Duff Cinderella story movies. And now I'm watching Vampire Diaries. And like, that's where my brain's at right now. Like, I can't handle anything Fantastic. else, apparently. You're just going going old school. I like it. That's all right. Nothing wrong with those. I haven't ever watched Vampire Diaries is something that's like. I've been tempted to watch just because I hear they're really good, actually. And they're really like, yeah. But haven't gotten around to it. I got a I got a list again. You can always you say you're out of stuff, but you know, you can hit me up. And I've got just lists on lists of things for you to watch. I got stuff. Harley Quinn. Watch Harley Quinn. I'm just going to keep saying Harley Quinn. Go watch I it. I actually remember to watch that one. I gotta. Yeah. Gotta uh, so wait, hold on. What what's Selena Gomez? So I, I don't know if you know, I'm a fan of Selena Gomez. So what what Selena Gomez are you watching? So it's another Cinderella story. And it's whichever one has Selena Gomez in it. Um, There's a Cinderella story with the Selena Gomez? Yes. I think it's called Another Cinderella Story. Yes. It is called, it's so it's the second called, okay. one. The first one is A Cinderella Story. And that's Hilary Duff working in a diner, wanting to go to Yale or something. The second oh. one is Selena Gomez who is the child of a crusty, washed-up pop star's backup dancer. And she is, like, the live-in full-time maid. And she wants to be a professional dancer. And it's got Jane Lynch um, and Selena Gomez. And it's great. And um, the third one is Lucy Hale. And she's from Pretty Little Liars. Right. And she wants to be a singer. And in that one, she's back to being a stepdaughter. So the Selena Gomez one departs from from the stepdaughter Cinderella setup, but they return to it. Gotcha. In the third one. Where where do you watch these? I've never I've actually never heard of this series. Uh, I think they might all be on HBO. They were definitely free. Okay. I did not pay money to watch these. OK. Very much so. They're fun. Alrighty. Yeah, they. I I get it now. I understand what they mean by a Cinderella story. Yes. They, they've been having a few of those. What was that? Oh man, I started it and I never finished it. I started with my now ex. Um, it was. Oh God, I can't remember what the story. It's not Once Upon a Time. Good show too, by the way. I guess that show is come to an end, but. There was a show that was kind of like that, where it was taking fairy tale stories, but then they were bringing it into modern day. And so they had a whole like three little piggies kind of thing where they ended up robbing a bank or they robbed a store. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, it sounds like Once Upon a Time, but not. It's not. Yes, it's similar to that. It's a little bit more intense, though. These are like messed up ish. Um, I think what you know, I think they had what was it? The first. And it's like every season you follow like kind of three stories or something like that. It's two or three stories um, where they had the, I think it was Hansel and Gretel, Three Little Pigs, and Little Red Riding Hood were the three. 
and they do a lot of like you know metaphorical stuff in it where they they relate the characters by literally having like a red sweater or something like that and the the three little pigs they heisted in pig masks and so that that's how they get you to connect to to what fairy tale story it is so um but yeah they're intense like hansel and gretel i think end up i think it ended up being like i think someone got murdered or something in it and so they were trying to hide the body and so the trail of bread crumbs is their uh accidental leaving of a uh, their their tracks and whatnot i don't know they have they, they have a few of those and it's it's pretty good i i, I did enjoy it while i watched it so that's more stuff that i don't know what it was i don't remember what it's called i have to look it up i'll tell you it after I personally have been watching, I just started, so I've been, I rewatched all of Scrubs again and New Girl, because mm-hmm. those are just my, those are my always, those will always be, well, I'll always be watching. I can, I convinced Daya, Daya's finally started watching New Girl, mm-hmm. and he loves it, Um, and he's, he's, yeah, it's perfect popcorn, he's starting to really enjoy it, so now, now I'm starting to make a lot of fun jokes with him, Uh, but I've, Harley Quinn, please go watch Harley Quinn, for the love of God. Harley Quinn. That's it. Just just Harley Quinn. Um, but then the big show that I've started to watch, I guess, is the I've started catching up with Brooklyn Nine Nine a little bit here and there, mm-hmm. and uh, the Warrior, which is Andrew Koji's show. Who he was? He's the guy playing Storm Shadow in Snake Eyes. Fantastic! Like. I have now fully decided that Snake Eyes is actually just promotional material for the Warrior. Uh-huh. Cause why okay, let me ask this question to you. Why is Western one of the best genres of movie just of all time? The music builds drama. Okay, I guess that's sure. We'll go with that. But I just say this because like Anytime they ever do a Western twist, like just classic Westerns, fantastic. Time traveling Western, Back to the Future, fantastic. Oh, so good. That's exactly where my West- mind went. <laughs> yeah, they got Western, they got Westworld, which is like, I know it's not all all Western, but you know, they got like kind of sci-fi futuristic uh, Western, fantastic. Firefly and Serenity mm-hmm. is actually just space Western. It's yeah. literally them flying in spaceships, but he's still using like a revolver. It shoots lasers, but he's using a revolver. And he wears a duster. It's a space western. Yeah, he's also got and a duster. Now this, the warrior is uh-huh. kung fu western, and oh it's, my. it's so good. It's so good. That's it's uh, to give a brief rundown. Um, it's based on the writings of Bruce Lee. Uh-huh. So this was a show that he wanted to get made, but when he took it to a studio, they refused it. And they made Kung Fu instead. And now that they're finally, you know, he's passed away um, and no one could be Bruce Lee. But now they're creating basically what he wrote, this warrior. And it's really good. Andrew Koji is playing the Bruce Lee-esque character in this. And he's so he's so good at it. He has this really good balance of like paying homage to Bruce Lee where he does certain they have certain choreographs where it's straight out of how bruce lee was his stance and all is very bruce lee-esque but then it's his own kind of fighting style at the same time uh and it's it's but yeah it's kung fu western it takes place in the 1800s and it's based on some real history um some of the characters are literally based on real people and it's kind of a time in history that's not talked about 
where it's about the Chinese American immigration. Mm-hmm. And it's talking about kind of that that world of, of some of the, the tongs and clubs and gangs and stuff of the 1800s in San Francisco, um, which isn't talked about a lot. So. Cool. It's real. It's real. People should watch. it. <laughs> so. All right. Let's get into the meaty meat. The meaty meat. All right. So F9, also known as F9, the Fast Saga, and internationally as Fast and the Furious 9, is a 2021 American action film directed by Justin Lin from a screenplay by Daniel Casey and Lin. It is the sequel to The Fate of the Furious in 2017, is the ninth main installment and the tenth full-length film in the Fast and the Furious franchise. The film stars Vin Diesel, Michelle Rodriguez, Tyrese Gibson, Chris Ludacris Bridges, John Cena, Natalie Emanuel... Uh, Jordana Brewster, Sung Kong, Michael Rooker, Helen Mirren, Kurt Russell, and Charlize Theron. In F9, Dominic Toretto and the team come together to stop a world-shattering plot headed by Toretto's brother, Jake. How do I guess spell Jacob with a K? Just unnecessary. It does confuse things. I mean, it's just one of the, like, I'd be fine. Jacob's spelled with a K, nothing wrong with that. But doesn't it make more sense than spelled it's with a C? Like, what? I think Jacob with the C makes more sense. Maybe but it's just because everyone I've has a C. What's the common nickname for Jacob? I don't think I've ever used a nickname for You've never called someone Jacob. Jake before? I mean, I've called people Jake, but I don't think their name was Jacob. I don't, not, I, I don't know now that you say it. But I've and never. What I'm, letter is in Jake? A, a C. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. C Jace. But I, I don't know. I've never. I I've, I have. I've had some friends named Jake, and I've had friends named Jacob. But I've never. You had, should ask the friends I, named. Jake I don't know if any Jakes were Jacobs, is. and I've never called any Jacobs Jake. So, and they've all spelled with C. I well, my point is, is like, should be spelled I'd, I'd be fine with it if they had it like written down in places in the movie, mm-hmm. but they don't it like they just clearly put on the K just because of why not for uh, the IMDB page, right? Uh-huh. I don't weird. That's just how not it was just, written. Anyways, that's fine. You know what? You know, I'm, I won't get into it because I'm sure all Jacobs with the K are like, wow, this guy. So, yeah, so the the basic story, the premise behind the movie is that once again, okay, uh, which again, this might be from a triple X movie or it might be from an earlier Fast and the Furious movie. I think this is from a triple X movie. Once again, somewhere in a Vin Diesel franchise, software was created that could hack anything. And it's going into outer space and it can hack anything. And if that wasn't Fast and the Furious 7, that means that that was Triple X 3. Uh, so. They. There's a few. Yeah. Uh, uh, in Fast 7. Again, Fast 7 was with with Shaw. That was him just trying to get a revenge plot. Yeah, that he just wanted revenge on on Dom and the family, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Fast Eight with Charlie Theron was a little bit. They had God's eye. Yeah, 
You remember that thing where they're like, hey, this thing can find literally anyone in the got world. It, got it. So and then it was in Fast 9, it's like, oh, hey, by the way, fe- the, the God's Eye doesn't work anymore. Yeah. So that was, it was Triple X that there okay. is a tech that can hack anything. Literally anything. Got it. And Charlize Theron can already do that. Yeah. That was her and, whole thing. Well, but that's what Fast 9 this tech that they're trying to assemble is that it could control anything or hack anything or right. yeah i don't even remember now that you mentioned it i don't think i remember i was like what was fast night about yeah so huh. so it was it was they're trying to assemble so they had this tech that was made that was super advanced and they decided it was too powerful for anybody to get their hands on it and uh so instead of destroying it they split it into parts and the movie is right. about Don's long lost brother, who appears out of nowhere, played by John Cena, Jacob with a K, showing up and trying to assemble this tech uh, so that he could basically control the world, you know, because when you can control all of the different missiles and everything, uh, everybody wants to listen to you. And then, then, you know, you become a world power. Yeah. And uh, the government doesn't actually this is what's different. The government doesn't actually ask the Toretto crew to get involved. They're like, yo, Mr. Nobody's cool. Let's go. Uh, and uh, they have a whole bunch of resources at their disposal and they <laughs> have a That's rocket. <laughs> well, I mean, that was because they, they were hooking up with the old school crew. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, the they weren't ever asked. I mean, Mr. Nobody, I think, kind of called for them in his yes. his going down message, but that was encrypted so that even the government couldn't crack it. But yeah. of course, of course, uh, the woman you know, who can't drive Ramsey who can do it in the drive. Yeah, movie, who then <laughs> that's drives a Natalie miraculously like the point. Right. <laughs> great. It's uh, great. I uh, like Ramsey's character. So. I know. She's so funny. I had a lot of fun. I brought in the new again. I've it's funny, but I think. Have they how many people were part of the crew in this one? Trying to remember. I mean, that that was the whole. That was kind of the whole thing, right? Is one, two, three, four, five, six. I mean, it depends. Like, do you count Han? Like, do you you count Jake? Uh, no, you don't. Uh, okay. Maybe, maybe Dom, you can't. Okay, Dom, no. Letty, Mia, yeah. Roman, Hej, Ramsey. Han. So then Han, and then Jacob, Queenie. Maybe-ish. Mr. Nobody. Well, not Queenie, but uh, El- Ellie, or El, what was her name? The, the, the woman that Han was protecting. Oh, yeah. I don't think she counts on the crew. I think she's not part of the crew. I think that yeah, was the whole that's thing. Not, that's not Cause this, this is the whole thing is that in every fast movie, they have the amount of people that's according to it. it so Jacob like, must count then because that would that would make him the ninth. That would make it nine. Yeah. We'd consider it for that. Yeah. Because so, he does, uh, you know, family comes through in the woo-hoo, end. Family. <laughs> family. Uh, family. And family. Jacob abruptly. Oh, watch it out for each other. Yeah. 
So just sides. Actually, so earlier we were talking about what's going to happen in the next movie. Because here's the deal. Like, we're obviously being silly about this. The point of the Fast and Furious movies is to, like, go big or go home. Like, they're supposed to be ridiculous. They're supposed to be over the top. They're supposed to be impossible. You, you don't, let's be honest, you don't go there for a good story anymore. You don't yeah. go there. I, I don't think it's terrible stories. They, they could be a lot worse. <laughs> but like, like I said, I barely even remember what the plot of this movie is. You are just there for crazy, ridiculous yes. action scenes and you are there to see what big explosions and family that's what you're there for you're not looking in yeah we'll get into the story loop continue the fast movies are basically a resume for a stunt stuntmen and cgi like the fast movies are just like (laughs) a giant resume for like if you do stunts or if you do cgi um but that's fine it's great it's awesome like that's what you go and watch for but we were talking about what's going to happen in the next one because in this one they go into space they strap a rocket onto a car and they go into space using a rocket powered car all right so like that's pretty over the top (laughs) however tyrese gibson roman who's like the one afraid of everything magically takes on like 40 military people never get shot as bullet holes in his clothing, but isn't bleeding at all. Like everything happens. And he makes fun of it. He's like, we might be invincible. Like, look at this. There's yeah. something else. So the next movies have to be like, this is going to be our they, question they for broke. the end. Like what universe crossover do we want to see in the last movie that just brings in all this impossible stuff to like, Make it real that they have some sort of cosmic protection. That's that's what I want to see. Yeah, I don't I don't know what it they uh they broke the fourth wall. And I think that was actually something that people hated in this series. That like for a so lot good. of people I could tell you, they they were like, Well, Fast Nine was too much for me. I finally hit my limit. Apparently <laughs> driving cars across the ice racing against a submarine was realistic <laughs> enough, but this this movie's gone too far. And I'm like, man. It went too far, way, way past. When they were flinging cars between buildings in Dubai, it was yes, already on a level was, of extreme. Yeah. <laughs> okay? Like, the even the safe, the one where they're dragging the safe behind them, I was like, you know, you know why? I know that that, that's, that, that is plausible is because that was actually done practically. They actually did that <laughs> for that stunt. So, you know. I think. But yeah, the, apparently the this that, one was too much. And this, yeah, a this, lot of the whole poking fun at themselves like mm-hmm. they were very very fourth wally where they were like yeah we're invincible we can't die <laughs> i mean i was a little little about like i think the bullet hole ones was the only one that was maybe a little too much for me that he did actually get shot i just assumed it was like oh he had a bulletproof vest on because i, mean, I assumed that they knew they were going to combat that they would have bulletproof vests so i was like okay fair enough he got shot a whole bunch just nothing of nothing that put him that hit him hard enough or or hit him in a fleshy part, right? Lucky, yeah, but invincible, no, right? Except then he um, had bullet points in his sleeves, or bullet holes in his sleeves, right. and it was just like... Yeah. What? And he was wearing bulletproof stuff, so I was yeah. like, all right, you could have at least hit it a little bit, but okay, <laughs> fair enough. Um, I, I do have to note, what happened? Because <laughs> in the, you know, we were talking about Fast 7, uh-huh. in that one where they were fighting... Oh, what was it? Yeah, that one was the one where they were fighting Jason Statham's character. Mm-hmm. There was a whole sequence where Dom and Paul Walker go off to personally take out Jason Statham's character by themselves because uh-huh. 
they don't think they don't want to bring everyone else in because they're not murderers, right? They're not killers. So they themselves, him being an FBI agent and Dom beating a man basically to death is like, yeah, we know we have to do this. We're going to kill the guy. And now in this one, they're like, now nah, we'll just shoot people. <laughs> so apparently they were like, now nah, these guys, they, they're too innocent. They don't, you know, they're drivers and they're good and they're good at what they do, but they don't kill people. And now they're like, now nah, we don't care. There is no continuity in this movie. It's great. It's I love it. It's great. <laughs> uh, uh, so. so what I want to say is that is so there's two there's two characters in this movie that don't come from traditional acting paths that I know of. Right. So like Ludacris and John Cena, like they're famous outside of Hollywood for other things. And now they're in movies. Well, right? I think John Cena can be can be. That's why I said Hollywood. To, like it's okay, still fair, acting, are, but like Hollywood. Enough. So like non-traditional path different, to different. movies. <laughs> Very true. And uh, and John Cena was in Suicide Squad and he's in another movie that's coming out soon. And he's in all of this stuff. And I don't like his character at all. Like I like he, he played the character he was supposed to play. Right. Like it was fine. But Ludacris was brilliant. Like, honestly, he was one of my favorite characters. And I was just sitting there going, why is he in more movies? Like, I need to like like John Cena can do a bunch of stuff like, you know, like he's cast in roles that make sense for him. And the fact that he's in three movies in 2021 is kind of like, you know, like, go you. Like, cool. But like, where are Ludacris's movies? I want more. Like, that's not what I expected from a rapper. I think honestly. he had a he had a movie that came out recently. Uh, I have to look it up quick. Um, but yeah, I know he he had a little bit recently. And this was this was one thing I, I guess I wanted kind of wanted to mention was like. All there's so many actors out there that are just they're just seeing like. They're getting their their moment in the sunshine, I guess, right? Like we're seeing Tom Holland appear in everything. Yeah. A few years ago, it was Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt was in everything, and we're seeing Tom Holland appear in like not only just Spider Man stuff, but you know he's doing the new Uncharted. He had that movie like Cherry. He had the uh, Chaos Walking movie that came out. Like mm-hmm. Tom Holland's in everything. Yeah. John Cena, another person. He's been in Psych. He's been in uh, Suicide Squad, Fast movies. He's also got other movies coming. He's just in everything these days. Uh, who else was there was another person that I just watched. Um, seeing more Idris Elba in a lot of stuff. I'm OK with that. I'm always down for more Idris Elba. So, oh, it was it was. Oh, shoot. What's his name? <gasps> don't don't let me look up Westworld because he was in Westworld. Jeffrey Wright, mm-hmm. Jeffrey Wright, who is. um. He's playing the new James Gordon in the new Batman movie. He was in Westworld. He is the voice of the Watcher in mm-hmm. What If? He's their narrator. And I think I mentioned this last time, too. But uh, also, he is. He was just in another movie. He wasn't. Was it Free Guy? No, he was just in another movie. I totally based on it, but it's fine. So anyways, though, so it's uh, just like, yeah, there, there are these actors that are just appearing in everything and. I think it's good for them. It's awesome. So, so I'm I'm spacing on who it was. Um, that I also felt like this movie was Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, two 
round two because it had uh, obviously um, Kurt Russell because he's the ego. Right. And then uh, Vin Diesel is Groot. And then one of the women is also in Guardians of the Galaxy. Isn't Charlize Theron like the 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 batteries lady? Or is that something else? No. There's somebody That's else something who else. is in both movies. Michael Rooker. I'm talking Michael Rooker. The guy who played Buddy, who is the the kind of the guy who is the mechanic in Fast Nine. Sure. That's that's who you're talking. Okay. Yeah, do you do you remember his name's Buddy and he it, Vin Diesel goes to him to try and find out where John Cena is, right? Because he, he apparently took care of John Cena after. Yes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's in a bunch of things. He was in Suicide Squad. He was Savant. He was the guy the opening opening scene of, of that. But he also plays as Yondu in Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. That's who it was. Yes. Yes. Cause I was yep, yep while I was watching it, I was like, is that? And then everyone else was like, no, nah, it's not. And I'm like, no, it is. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's that's who it was. It was like a full like I just had all these Guardians. Flashbacks. Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is is like, you know, one of my favorites. It might be my favorite Marvel movie. I love that. Okay. movie. I love that movie. Uh, so, you know, it was nice to kind of to see a little cast reunion. Yeah. Yeah. And again, Michael Roker, he's a. Uh... He's someone who's been a, popping up in a bunch of stuff too. So it's just a few. I mean, it, I I want to know. I'm sure you could find out. I want to know how much money these people get paid to do because this is this is literally one of the best selling franchises of all time. I yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think I've talked about it before, but like this is not only like in the U.S. like it sells well, very well, but in international this these movies do insanely good internationally mm-hmm. again i think some of the fast movies are still in some of the top grossing movies in china of all time you know like it's these movies do insane internationally so i i just can't imagine how much money the, <laughs> these people make from doing this so vin diesel reportedly pocketed 20 million up front for f9 up front up front what the fudge Whoa, okay. Huh. My God. I love Vin Diesel. The first I know Fast you love the, Vin Diesel. Yes. The first Fast and the Furious <laughs> movie, he got two million. And then he also That's gets how much a he made from the first Fast the movie? First one, yeah. That's gotta be like after I, I'm guessing there was some something in his contract that he made money at, you know over time from it or something like that, right? Because I can't imagine like the the series wasn't worth that much in, from the first Fast movie. But the right? first like, movie had know. like probably a decent budget and it had a really good soundtrack. So, well, okay, right. so the oh, question no, it was very good, but again, this was like this was back in 2001 we're talking about. So, Vin Diesel, I mean, Vin Diesel was still doing very well for himself back then, but 2 million dollars just up like I can't imagine they paid him 2 million straight up, you know. The actor pocketed 2 million. So that does sound and I assume like that, after but the like fact. I said, that that's probably after after the the I'm guessing that included all the the DVD sales and stuff like that. Like he probably got a portion. He had. I just I I can't imagine that they just paid him two mil. That's an insane rate for a new new IP, a new a brand new movie franchise, right? To just give someone so. 
But uh, second movie after that, maybe a little more. But yeah, regardless, still nutty how much money these make. I mean, this again, budget of 200 million, but it made 700 million. That's insane. I mean, even the Suicide Squad hasn't made their money back. They had a 250 million dollar budget mm-hmm. um, and they, they've they've made about 200 million or something like that. Right. Like there's a lot of movies out there that struggle to make their money back and have these giant budgets and fast no problem it's not even out of theaters yet and it's still it's still made almost three times what they were four times what they what they paid for it so yeah which is why they're gonna keep on making them and uh i got two more yeah there's there's (laughs) two more what one more two more uh and then hobbs and shaw is going to keep going. So I think Vin Diesel might have been the highest paid actor of 2017. Normally, The Rock is the it's highest paid just actor. for this movie. <laughs> yeah. Rock. Dude, Rock. I think Rock has more money in the, than pretty much any actor. But again, it, his is not all from straight acting, right? He, like, Rock is absolutely one of the highest paid people in Hollywood. No, no question about it. So, um. Yeah, they uh I know they're they're talking about so I know Hobbs and Shaw might have they, they are doing another one, I believe. They're talking mm-hmm. about other spin-offs as well. They potentially want to do one with uh Han, I believe. Is there was there was rumors that Han might just get his own spin-off t- like television show or movie series. That would be so, cool. Which again, I think if we saw the after credits, I think that might be the direction that they might go is that the next Hobbs and Shaw is actually going to be Han and Shaw is how I see them going. So <laughs> which I think will be a funny relationship to to follow after Shaw apparently killed him. But, you know. Yeah, I I so I've been I've been Googling this whole time and uh, all I okay. found is the 20 million like for it. Vin Diesel. I have not found any other numbers for the rest of the actors? Sure. I'm sure it's good. I mean, that's why I was like, you know, hearing hearing the thing about uh, Tyrese Gibson and The Rock having problems in that they they won't do the movie if the other one was in it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I cannot imagine. I mean, The Rock don't care, but even like Tyrese Gibson is like these movies alone have made these people their career. They never have to work a day in their lives. But yeah. I can't. It's mind blowing to me that the amount of money that they must make from just being in these movies. I can't imagine them being like, look, I hate this guy so much that I literally won't take the payday. Like, it's just turning millions of dollars down just because you're you don't like working with a particular person. So which I understand. I I, I mean, you are working very closely with them for, a, you know. Nine months, probably more for these ones. I don't I don't know. Um still though it's just mind-boggling i can't I, I literally can't imagine how much money these people make doing these. you know the character i missed i actually missed uh scott eastwood i actually i was really hoping to see scott eastwood's character he was he was the the little nobody from the last one i don't remember he was kurt russell's kind of you don't remember kurt russell's kind of protege or whatever little little nobody is what they called him Mm-mm. uh he had a whole bit about he was trying to figure out the rules and then he finds out he's like, I think I figured it out. Rule number three. There are no rules kind of thing. And that's where he breaks open and then they can drive whatever they want. You remember? Well, that's 
too bad. I so Scott Eastwood was Clint is Clint Eastwood's son, and yeah, he was he was in the last one. He wasn't in this one. I, I don't know why. So yeah, I might have to go do some research on that. Uh, so I uh, I wanted to look a little more because it doesn't make sense that The Rock wasn't in this movie, right? And I don't think that he, Tyrese. He said he just wanted to pass. Yeah. So this is the thing. I don't think Tyrese Gibson is enough of a reason. Like, I think they would cut him and put the rock in in a second. Like, there's a reason that man, he prints money. Right. Like, like, like Vin Diesel prints money. The rock, like, really prints money. So you're always going to pick him casting. Right. (laughs) So there was a beef. There was there was this like public feud of dislike or subtle shade between Vin Diesel and the rock. And okay. So I just read a little bit about it and I guess like Vin Diesel did a little bit of an interview and it's still a little bit of like hearsay type thing. But Vin Diesel's take on it was he's a producer and he had to help execute the vision of the movie. And he said that he was very hard on the Hobbs character to make sure it came out exactly the way that it needed to. And so I think that they and then like The Rock said that they have fundamental differences in how they approach movie making. (laughs) Of course. Uh, So my guess is they refuse to work together. But have good PR teams. The Vin Diesel, Vin Diesel kind of thing. So, well, if Vin Diesel and Tyrese Gibson don't like the guy, I mean, I'm I'm not surprised like they. uh, Um. I guess they're getting he, he's getting his own, right? He's just the Vin Diesel of Hobbs and Shaw now. So he's he's getting his own sequence in this, in this franchise. Hey, I'm fine with that. You know, The Rock's got a helicopter on a chain while he's standing on a car and he's strong <laughs> enough to just pull a helicopter down. Why would yeah. we want more of that? <laughs> yeah, he wanted his Captain America moment. I love it. Oh, gosh. Uh, yeah, overall, I mean... I legitimately believe The Rock could do that, though. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. I I legitimately believe The Rock could actually do that. I'm not... I... You know, we uh, need we need Mythbusters. Alright, that's what we need. Yeah, I wanted to strap it. I don't think those guys are... No offense to them, but I don't think they're strong enough to pull a helicopter. No, they're not, but they could do, like, the math and the science of how strong you would have to be and then take a look at, like, the yeah, rock I mean, they and his a, lifting and his numbers and stuff and be like, would this be possible? Right. I think that'd be super cool. Probably not, but I still, in my heart, I believe he could. Like I said, the Fast and the Furious movies are super realistic. It's the real world. It's not an escape at all. Yeah. And Hobbs and Shaw is an extension of that. That's why it's the greatest media ever created, because the Fast and the Furious movies are just, you know, another dose of real life for us to see how epic and awesome it is. You, too, can rocket into car, into space with a car that you strap a rocket engine to. Strap a giant rocket onto. Yep. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. All right. So what did you overall, like, yeah, I guess we I guess we can we could start wrapping up. I feel we talked about. I mean, there's what else can we say? It's the fast movies. You either love them or you just think they're too ridiculous and you can't get behind them, <laughs> which I think is crazy. I'm sorry, but like movies that literally are just about fast cars and explosions, sometimes you need those, okay? Yeah. There are plenty of amazing content like Harley Quinn and the Warrior that you can go watch. I think TV has some of the best writing these days right now. Mm-hmm. Plenty of other things that you can watch. 
you know, sometimes you need those specific rims, those Godzillas, those fast movies in there to just watch. Hey, I either want to watch big robots fight giant monsters or giant monsters fight giant monsters or fast cars, hot chicks and family. Family. Sometimes you just need that. Yeah, that's the important one. So. Family. Right. Uh, and I think that's that's what the Fast series is at this point. I'm sure there's a lot of people who are like, they are not good movies. They're fantastic movies for the right reasons. If you're going in and being like, this is a bad movie, you're not watching for the right reasons. <laughs> so, I I mean, this was what I expected, and I, I loved every single second. How are you feeling? I, it, it outdid my expectations. It, it like. Really? Outdid your expectations? Yes. What were you expecting? I they went to space. That's what I'm saying. It what went were you expecting? further than my expectations. Like, I didn't expect them to go to space. Okay. The other thing okay. is, so, don't really like to say that I, I, I hate Marvel movies. And, so, here's my issue. I dislike Avengers movies because too much happens. There's too many cameos. You're not attached to anything. And there's, like, no feeling when you go through the movie. It's just this, like, machine gun stuff. Now, Fast 9 was kind of the same machine gun stuff. Like, there's a lot of things that happens. Oh, yeah. But the difference is that they're not trying to be holier-than-thou, super serious, extremely epic, con continuous, like, super story. They're like, ha-ha, we blow shit up and go to space. So it was super cool because Bleached you- shot a car with a bridge. Yeah. So you could just kind of like disengage your mind and just watch like the different heist elements. And like when he shows up to that party and there's all the women dancing outside and he goes in and then Interpol comes and gets him. And it turns out that Interpol were the women dancing outside. And he had that all worked out ahead of time. That was like a whole movie right there. Like that was an entire Italian job that just happened in 30 seconds. <laughs> and you're like, when did that happen? Eh, I don't care. And it was just like a different vibe. And I love that because I don't mind when things are over the top. I mind when they're over the top and the vibe doesn't match it. And I thought okay. they did an amazing job with like you. Is that why you didn't like Suicide Squad? It was so stupid. Sorry. Last episode, <laughs> it was the greatest piece of media ever created. This episode, it's not anymore. Well, we could talk about it however we want. <laughs> uh <laughs> Because now it's Fast and Furious. Um, no, because Suicide Squad didn't take themselves seriously either. It was just different. Uh, it was not my cup of tea. And that's fine. Lots of people can like it, and that's great for them. Uh, but, like, this one, there was a lot that happened, and there was a lot of rapid plot shifts. But they were simple rapid plot shifts. Like, it wasn't this super complicated... Wait, Han's not dead? Like, let's make up an entire movie work of backstory. Nah, Mr. Nobody's tricky and like Han's magically standing next to him watching the car explode. Cool. Great. Got it. Let's move on to the next thing. Oh, look, like Jacob's not evil anymore because the trust fund dictator baby like doesn't like him. He's magically on Vin Diesel's side. Okay, cool. Like every single <laughs> rapid plot shift had like a one sentence explanation and they left it to the one sentence explanation and just got back to blowing stuff up. And I appreciated that. I thought it was great. It, it knows exactly what it is. Yeah. All right. So I'm rating it. I'm not, I'm not rating it 
the 5,000 cows or the 15,000 children. This is a 33.91 trillion rating from me. Whoa, that's a that's the biggest rating you've given yet. That's, that's my rating. 33.91 trillion. Okay. Yeah. It's a big rating. Yep. That's how uh, I give it a nine. Nine. That's good. Very symbolic. Family. <laughs> nine family. That's my rating. Nine out of family. Nine out of wow. family. Excellent. By the way, there's no any. I don't. I don't know. I'm always supposed to come up with a question, and I, I, I decide no, to stop writing question. the question down to come up. I have. Oh, you have a question. I have the question. Posed okay, this earlier in the podcast. Yeah. This is my question. In order for them to take it to the next level in the next movie, because we did space. What world crossover? What universe franchise crossover? Do we have to see like what would be the ultimate combination for the final fast experience? Right? Like, are we bringing? I think we, I think we mentioned it a little bit. Back to the Future. Back, right? Okay, Back to the Future. <laughs> Doc Brown crossover is well, going to show yeah, up. I don't know how they explain their invincibility, but uh, no, no, no. I've got it. I've got it. Okay. okay. They're going to go back into space. So oh. in order in order to do the back to the future thing, they have to take a DeLorean into space. While they're in okay. space, they're going to get hit by some kind of ray or whatever. Oh. Kind of like um the Fantastic 4. So it's going to be a Fantastic four, yeah. 4 back to the future fast and the furious triple crossover. And, and this is how Marvel starts the Fantastic Four series. It turns out Dom is the thing <laughs> and uh, Tyrese Gibson is the human torch. We got Michelle Rodriguez as Invisible Woman. I'm in. I'm aboard this. <laughs> and then they reboot it all with, you know, the new Fantastic Four. And we're set for the next round. <laughs> I'm on board. I'm OK with this one. I'm going I'm going with the uh, Back to the Future meets Lost. It turns out that they were dead all along. Wow. That could work. That explains invincibility. Right. Exactly. They're just like in purgatory. Purgatory of super badass spies and driving hot cars. Lucifer. Lucifer. It's one oh, of Lucifer's. They're all, they're all Lucifer. No, no, it's one of Lucifer's like worlds. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, that he right, created right, right. so he I can see. watch one of the, the hells. Yes, it's yeah. one of the hells that he just Got made it. so that he can hang out in it. I get it. It makes sense because no matter how many times they help out the U.S. government, <laughs> they still need to help out the U.S. government more. They can't get away. Exactly. It's a hell loop. Yeah, I get it now. Yeah, we figured it out. Perfect. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, I think that brings us to the end of this episode. So. uh you know, if you haven't, uh, well, that's Nessa's job. I'll let her talk about social medias. Yeah. So if you made it through the whole episode, thanks. We appreciate you. Wherever you're listening, um, if you are not here for the live taping and you're, you know, hanging out later on, make sure to leave a review. Give us that 17 trillion. 
out of five stars. Super appreciate it. Comments, likes, shares, let other people know. Uh, you got a long drive to work. You know, there's lots of rambling that you can listen to. We're here every week to keep you entertained. Uh, if you are looking, say you're watching us on Twitch or you catch this on YouTube or you're on Podbean and you're like, man, I don't have those things on my phone. That's obnoxious to listen to in the car. That's not going to get hype me hyped up for my run. Well, guess what? Positively reviewed podcast, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, Podbean, but also YouTube. And then, of course, live taped on Twitch. Those are all places you're going to find it. The social media is pause reviewed pod, P-O-S reviewed P-O-D. Uh, as well to keep up to date with what's going on. Those are all of the places and all of the sellout that I have for you. I think that's it. Uh, what do we got? We got planned. Uh, I think we're actually going to be talking about a video game next week is the plan here. Um, we're going to be doing Splitgate, right? Yes. Plan? Yeah. We're going to go back to so, the video game world. We're going to attempt that. Hopefully this one goes maybe a play better than we don't talk about we don't talk about outriders <laughs> episode solid time uh other than that you guys have a good rest of your week and we'll see you guys next week